0: Yes, sir. Are you ready?
1: I'm always ready. <laughs> it's been a while, Rogue. How you doing, man? No, good to yourself. Thank you for coming.
0: Yeah, yeah. Thanks for having me. I was just talking with Papa. We we said we needed to have episode two. I don't know if this will suffice, but
1: no, this won't suffice. Okay. All right. No, that's that's a more in-depth interview than this one. This was Roger. discussing all the the problems we're going to see in the near future. Hopefully. Maybe good or bad, I don't know.
0: Hopefully, solutions. But yeah, I'm probably problems.
1: Well, thanks for coming late. Yeah, <laughs> we've we've, thanks for having been, me late. we've been having guys waiting here a long time, and we're like, please just hang on. You'll be here. <laughs> and finally, you got here. At least peak joint as well, so it's a good thing we got. Th- you know what? It's a 3 uh, a three-man division now.
0: Nice little threesome.
1: Oh, yeah. So, yeah, let's get right into it, of course. The uh, latest update that's coming. Yeah. Okay, so first point they've given us is the Consumant mod for the battleships. I've kind of said something before we started with this whole podcast. Um, We're talking and discussing it a little. And, uh, well, personally for me, I'm not really concerned about it. I don't know how you guys feel about it uh pete do you want to take this one
2: or i mean i'm a battleship main in this game and i want to know what ships are getting it like i'm not concerned about it i just want to know what ships are getting it because some ships i think could use it you know like what's gk spotting range you know montana's montana's
0: 15-3 i think
2: that's absurd Hmm. That yeah. is so absurd. When you have, uh, you know, Ochikov, 19.5, fire spammer, it's not a chance you're going to touch him, you know? I,
0: I, to 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 fully answer the question from my end, I like the idea, but only I only like the idea because of how the spawns are in Legends. I think if they move the spawns back a couple kilometers, you could easily go without concealment mod on battleships. That's how I feel.
2: You know yeah. like some ships like champagne like they champagne and I think even the campaign ship Flander which dispersion aside I think speedy battleships Georgia they live and die by concealment and flank if they can't not get on a flank they can't really do all that much unless the guys yeah. go broadside so if you can throw a concealment mod onto your speedy little battleship and get out there to try and get some broadsides and crossfires then i think that it'd be a good thing
1: look i get what you're saying with that concealment mod and everything but one thing you must remember the deity is always pushing up so even with that concealment the possibility of him spotting you is still there you're getting what you're winning maybe a kilometer if you're lucky Two yeah, it kilometers? would only
2: be certain matches. I think you could exploit it.
1: Yes, really exploit it. Um, uh, I'm trying to think of a map that you might, Atlantic. might not benefit. Yeah, Atlantic. Yeah, kind of... See, he's hate, gone.
0: Okay, let's just remove Atlantic. Let's let's just make that a point. Let's just get Atlantic out of the game. I hate Atlantic. I do too. I and and on top of that, I think we should remove capture the base from anything above tier five. Personally. I think it just it, it like it capture the base on Atlantic is it's just pure pain for me.
2: <laughs> well, you can't go anywhere. Yeah, like you're stuck. You're stuck in spawn, or or you take the long trip around taking L Island, but <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to I'm trying to think of a map
0: that maybe that uh, what's the new like one of the new three. That you can get out kind of on a flank there a
1: warrior's path
0: yeah i think that's it yeah
1: that's the one that looks like an explosion
0: (laughs) yeah kind of i think that one i think that one would be one of the ones that that a a flanking battleship could could use rather well
2: i just want to see the concealment mod go to the ships that need it you know, like your bow tanking Iowa does not need concealment mod mm. True. you know what I mean? I just so want maybe, to go to the right ships
1: Maybe the French most definitely uh, Italians yeah, the
2: French, Maybe the British, you know like Vanguard yeah, the, the Italians, mm. yeah, that's Yeah, the Italians,
1: sure Yeah, that's a That's a workable Okay, um the next point, kid actually receiving a defensive AA fire, which it's just like many of these mods that they give to the ships and I personally I don't really change my builds for specific things like this. And I don't the the kit's not too bad in my personal point of view. Um an AA division uh defensive fire, I don't know what you guys think about it because I'm happy with mine as it is.
0: I'm, I'm going to be honest, I, I like the idea, but I, you're right, I don't, I really don't spec into AA unless I know, like, if, if Pete, you know, is playing a carrier or something, I don't really spec into AA. Because mm-hmm. you don't, you don't know if you're going to get a carrier.
2: Yeah,
1: and then yeah.
0: it's a waste. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Fun fact, I've never run defensive fire on any ship, ever. It's never been activated.
1: I've never done it. Not once. N- Neither have I as well. I see as a as a waste.
0: Yeah. I don't think I've ever run defensive fire, but I think if you're trying to meme, it could definitely be a fun meme because the kid, the kid can get either tier five or tier seven carriers, and if you get a tier five carrier, you could probably. I actually I got hate mail once because it was in that uh, that airstrike game mode, and I, oh, yeah. I just parked parked my kid in front of a carrier, and just like melted his <laughs> plane as they took off.
1: <laughs>
0: so, uh, for, for memeing purposes, I, I like it, but other than that, it's like, well, I mean, cool, you know.
1: You'd be able to get a tier six battleship down into the 12 kilometer range with con mod on condo if you want to go that way uh, and around 13 kilometers with the tier sevens it would make positioning with the bb effectively a little bit easier and importantly it will make a disengagement easy as well that's from zarkun about the uh, battleship concealment so yeah, yeah. yeah at least for, for for that is a yeah good point
0: yeah that might be to make the, make the Jap- japanese a little more viable besides the amato I mean, I I know they're viable. I just I I don't have that much enjoyment playing those those types of battleships.
1: Well, and the other point is they're saying that Nagato is getting a buff, as well as the Azuma. The Nagato is an over controversial Japanese battleship that. De- Deleted enemies with one salvo. So it's getting a, f- a 29 second gun reload from the 32 seconds. As well, there's a damage uh, boost in the AP shells from 12,600. Oh, it's up to 12,600 from the 12,100, which would make it more effective. Mm. For the Azuma, I'm quite sure that and say, say azuma we're giving her the, the deluxe treatment she's got she's got the most buffs of everything 7.5 percent shell grouping 24 second gun reload down from 26. HS shell damage from 5100 600 more and the ap damage is up to eight thousand eight six hundred and fifty 500 more however this buffs uh, it's quite significant. They're making the AP shells ricochet at a 45 degree angle where it used to be a 50 degree angle. So, for those two ships, what's your view on those?
0: I, I think I global, global XP passed the Nagato because it was just, it had the reputation of just being awful. I, I don't think I remember, but maybe one game in the ship, but the Azuma is a lot of people in the streams like seeing us in pain. So I've played it a, quite a few times and it, it, if positioned correctly, it can be quite a bruiser, but hopefully with that buff, she will be actually competitive instead of just a, you know, a collectible in your port.
1: Yeah, I don't no, even I, have it, so. You <laughs> didn't have the Azuma. No. No,
2: is maybe. an anti-whale. Uh, I spent well, $10 two years ago and I'm still not over it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, at least this other battleships that are also buffing, so um, the Azuma, yeah. in my point of view, is also not a bad ship. It's, it's like you said the Iron uh, uh, Positioned correctly, definitely, a, it can be a, a pretty good ship to face. And a yeah. fun one to play, but... Different maps, of course, it's map orientated. If you get the right map, you're good good to go. But if you get that that map that's not really fit for it, you get the worst spawn, you kind of, you you just bust it. You won't get anywhere.
0: I I find enjoyment playing some of those ships sometimes. Uh, But the problem is some of the games now are, are so dependent on either they last five minutes and your team gets obliterated or they last, you know, four minutes and your team is doing the obliteration. And if you're on the opposite end of that, and your team's getting obliterated, you know, what are you going to do in an Azuma, in a Tier Seven against Yamatos, and mm. you know, even Tier Seven battleships, because it has 27 millimeter plating all around it. So, it, it's it was definitely a tough ship to play, but I, I think with this most, you know, hopefully these buffs can make it, you know, playable. I, I wouldn't even say it was playable before that, uh, to a certain extent, in some of these lobbies.
2: Well, not to be the negative Nelly over here, but just like when Des Moines got added, I mean, we've seen it, Aaron. Take two or three of the best players and put them in the best ship, and if you're down the losing side, there's absolutely nothing you can do. Like You can fight back as hard as you want, and if your team is dead four and a half minutes into the game and it's you three versus nine, it's over. Yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, we all know those games happen, but yeah, it's what are you going to do in an Azuma in that situation? <laughs> kite and <laughs> spam it? I don't know. Yeah. But like I said, hopefully that, that buff makes it half playable, you know?
2: I, so, I think it stems to a bigger problem, though. I think the something needs to be done. Like, you can do all the balance changes you want, you can add, subtract, whatever, but something's got to be done with. With the game, its current state, because I mean, what, half of our games last night were five minute matches or was it more than half? It's like,
1: you know, the reason for that, because I do, I believe I do. What? And if you go back a couple of months ago, we also received a bunch of crates for playing a ship and it happens after these crate giveaways. People jump into AI games to get the crates easier and quicker and that actually trans- transitions over to the uh, standard games if you've not noticed. It'll be like this for like uh, maybe another week.
3: Oh, you think start, people
0: are just just either one they, thinking they're in AI or two just they, want to get their crates and just
1: YOLO well, in? No. They still got that mentality of rushing in. <clears throat> it will calm down after a couple of weeks. You'll see. It'll go back say, to it the way it was.
0: Okay. I, I I didn't even think of that, but yeah, it's a good point.
1: Yeah, because when you're playing AI, getting these crates, you just rush in there, you know, kill one or two ships and jump into the next game. And I think subconsciously, people are still thinking of It's still in their minds just to rush ahead. And I don't know if you've noticed it. Look, think back into your games this past week. How many times have you caught a DD Almost coming straight at you. Still. <laughs> and then he starts turning away. By that time, you kill them. Because you're I mean, him, I... you know. It's happened. I've
0: seen that before this week, though. <laughs> yeah. <I'm sorry. laughs>
1: but I mean, it's, it's, it's a little bit yeah. more obvious during yeah. this past, past couple of weeks.
0: I didn't even and... think of that, but yeah, that's probably a good point.
1: Well, the. Uh other thing is several italian battleships are also getting a, a couple of buffs and of course please my french is not that good Conte di Cavour, i hope i said that right the main gun reload has been improved from uh, 30 seconds down to 27 so basically getting the other stats the other one top dock uh, ferritio veneto receives a quicker gun reload from the 34 seconds down to a 31 and funny enough, Roma gets the same with HE cell damage improved from 5100 to 5800 as well as a smoke gener- generator in the third slot, which is quite amazing in my point, for, for the Roma at least. And the yeah. planes and the secondary enhancement uh, consumable in the fourth slot.
0: For Roma? Yeah. Wow,
1: I didn't read that one. Roma having that smoke that makes her playstyle a lot different because Roma is and I've honestly no joke Citadel a GK with the Roma. Easy. Angled correctly, that ship can do a lot of damage.
0: Oh yeah. If you hit the target.
1: (laughs) Yeah, if if you hit the target, yes. Yeah.
0: Is there any accuracy buffs or anything to those? Either of those?
1: Any of uh, no sigma, no sigma changes. No, unfortunately, okay. not that they mention. The thing is, if if you don't really ask for them, they don't really give it to you.
0: That's tr- fair enough. Yeah. I I um, mean I think uh, it makes it playable. You know, compared to, I I don't know. I just I have a bad. I played the Rome a few times. I just did not like it.
1: Yeah. Look, the the, the range is not the best. Um. But if you can close the range now with this smoke generator, it gives you that ability to close the range even quicker.
0: And consumer Mod now, if if they get that. Mm -hmm. I uh, I just wish that, I don't know for the Roma, but for the Veneto, I wish that Wargaming would allow us to have a little bit of fun um, in terms of the secondaries and maybe give us a base, like six or seven kilometer range secondary. Um, because even if you spec for full secondaries, seven kilometers isn't that much when you have ships like Bismarck and Massachusetts. So Mm -hmm. if they, if they maybe add all these buffs, then the Italians will, will be up there in terms of, you know, meme-worthy potential or even, even playable grounds. And I'm sure everyone has, you know, has anecdotal evidence of a good game they've had it with SAP secondaries. I've clickbaited a few myself, but I, just, I don't know why Wargaming is afraid to let us have a little bit of fun in, in terms of like the secondaries, like the Flander, Flounder, or the, the you know, Veneto, um, just like five, you know, the, the secondary range is so stale.
1: So what would you see as a more, you know, playable average range for, for that secondary maybe, build then?
0: A bit, a bit short of the Bismarck, maybe nine kilometers maxed out, full secondaries, ten, ten even. Um, yeah, I, I can go I for don't, that. It doesn't need to be like the most insane, it doesn't need to be more powerful than the main batteries, but what... I, we're getting SAP, but what, what's the point of SAP secondaries if you, you know, you have DD's sailing around with 4.8 concealments, you know? <laughs> <laughs> there isn't many
1: of them out there, though. Not at that that level, at least.
2: True, true. Put, it, put it to 5-2 or 5-5 five, five. It's, it's still the same mm. concept, I mean I I haven't even run that thing with the secondary build because it's you're hardly ever going to use them yeah yeah
0: the, the, I, well, the, the game is difficult in the fact that like if you rush in I mean now you might be doing okay be with the rest of your team but in order to get in range of your secondaries you have to play a patient like cat and mouse game and sometimes the game is already over before you can even use them, mm-hmm. or if you rush mm-hmm. in, then you get obliterated because you're the furthest one forward as half your team backs up to the back of the map. But that's neither here nor there.
1: Well, yeah, it's, it's, this, it comes also comes back to the SAP thing that they're going to be implementing uh, for the Gorzia, the Duca, the Genova, and the Duca Friar Abruzzi getting also SAP uh, for, for those cruisers uh, which is uh, I don't know how you guys feel about that as it's, it's, a, it's good for them they need it of course
2: yeah I was going to say yeah. it might be playable like Garizzi it might be playable yep. it would be certainly worth taking it out a couple times and seeing how it can do because it was pretty I don't know pretty useless before SAP. Now maybe it gets SAP. It becomes becomes
1: uh, a beast. I don't know.
0: Go I ahead, mean, Rook.
1: I mean, from the very beginning when they launched this these lines, people were asking for the SAP. So, yes, they should have put it in from the beginning. We're getting it a little later now, but again, they said there could be tweaks in the future for those specific SAPs.
2: Well, I mean, they figured it out on PC, so like why couldn't they figure it out here? You know, <laughs> I, I think their excuse was, what was it, like they didn't want to break the game or something? Yeah. It's like, have yeah. they played with the HE spam?
1: <laughs>
0: did they did they play the Des Moines? I mean...
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I saw your videos. <laughs> Disgusting.
0: <laughs> it's, it, it, it's a lot of fun, yeah. I, what what I was gonna say though is I absolutely love it. I, I know it's late, but and I honestly thought we were never gonna get it. To to be honest, you know the way they they talk sometimes. But I I absolutely love it because now the Italians and I know the the tech tree line is not getting it. I don't think, but I think they're testing it and hopefully maybe in two updates we'll get it for that. But you you give these ships SAP reload without SAP and they're just I know the spreadsheet says they're quote unquote balanced, but they're just not fun i don't know the, the italian gig is sap so they should have sap
2: in my opinion yep completely agree
1: yeah that's that's their whole niche about that line yep it's it's like taking turtleback armor away from germans you're gonna get you're gonna get stoned
2: well, it's like taking all the secondaries off the bismarck and the Brandenburg. yeah yeah
1: yeah and like what are you left yeah. with a ship that can't fire straight, a shotgun. Yeah, <laughs> basically the JB undercover. Yeah,
2: but well, we'll see. Well, I'm excited for SAP. I wanna, I wanna play it. I wanna test it. I wanna
1: yeah, see. Yeah, I me mean too.
0: Did, did, did we get a date? Is this next update? Because I said, in, I I read a few months in the like sprinkled throughout updates. Did we get an official date yet?
1: For for this one. There's actually no date stipulated on, 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 on anything yet, but I believe it'll be with the next update.
0: I really hope it is. I hope it's not like the uh, clan announcement.
2: I was yeah. really about to say that, dude. Yeah. Because where's our training rooms? It's April. Trees, trees are getting leaves on them. Didn't they say <laughs> we were we're gonna have training rooms, like yes. spring of this year? It's spring.
1: Where are spring we? has sprung. Yeah, something is going on, and we don't really know what the hell's going on.
2: <laughs> like it's seventy-five degrees outside. Where's, where's, my, where's my training room?
1: And yeah, if, if you think about it, we were talking about this the other day as well about the whole clan thing. There's so many people; they want this. They want it so much. Not just the people that are playing in clans. But I do believe it will also encourage other people to play with other people more. To get into a clan and stop playing with people. It will just get them to mix a bit more because at the moment you get a lot and you see this every day. Just look at the sheets when you start your game and you look at the, the ships you're fighting against. 90% of those people are solo. Oh yeah. The moment clans comes out, it will be like tanks. You'll find people all over. There'll be more people playing as a divisions. There'll be more co- cohesive uh, communication instead of the completely disarray that you sometimes see in some of the games.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, so you're not wrong. I, I think you're still going to have people who quote unquote want to have fun. And, yeah. I, and I can understand it to, to a certain... I, I can understand it. Uh, from their point of view, I just don't agree with it, if, if that makes sense. Like if you're, if I'm gonna waste my time or, or tr- you know, pl- put my time into something, even if it's a video game, I'm gonna try and at least half compete, if that makes sense. So even if it's mm. standard, you know, like I still want to try and win, but some people don't hold that same opinion. So, uh, but I think you're right, if you add clans, even if you add training rooms in in, in the, where you can manipulate the variables, we could run our own clan battles. You don't have mm. to have like an official clan battle for wargaming, although that would be like nice, but if, even if training rooms are added, we could, there, there's so many potentials for that.
1: Look, I know of a lot of people already setting up tournaments. Yes, it's it's not played in the same way you're playing as a Division of Three. You get a certain time period where you can upload your best game for, for that period of time. And between the two divisions that are fighting against each other, you know, in that virtual time, whoever gets the most points as a team, you go through to the next round. And that's okay. how they do it at the moment.
0: Isn't that on the, Father Mundy's website, World of Worship Yes.
1: Okay. Yes. And I know for two other tournaments as well that's, that is in the, uh, in the works as well. And uh, funny enough, Back to Port will also be hosting our own. <laughs> Oh. Yeah. Shameless um, plug. That's Lonely Raptors, baby. He's, uh, <laughs> he's working everything out for us. But we'll be having our own and we have sponsors as well. Of course, our very grand Wargaming themselves. Uh, that'll be sponsoring some of the prizes when we go in there. So we're thankful for that. That's awesome. Yeah. But yeah, a little bit off the topic. I think here comes the... Uh, this is the very last thing. And I know why they left it at the very last. <laughs> <laughs> it's the big controversial news about the Waymoor. I don't know if some of you guys know. But the Waymar is being moved up from tier 6 all the way up to tier 7. And of course, she'll be getting the fourth slot uh, on the mod as well for mods. So, yes, gun reloads coming down by 12%, and I believe the guys worked it out to 3.6 second reload.
2: Oh my god.
1: Yeah. (laughs) If you think that ship was a beast at tier 6, yeah, she's going to be even worse. They're buffing it? Really? Remember, it's getting the fourth slot, and that's a reload slot.
0: Yeah, so turret reverse reload, AA damage, or...
1: What is the other one? I don't know. Uh, I, I defense. <laughs> yeah, I, I I don't
0: know, but yeah, so yeah, because it's moving up to tier seven, it'll get that fourth slot.
1: Yeah, that's one I of the questions that we, that, we, that we was asked, and uh, Robin did confirm. That's rough. Silence. I,
3: I, I, I
0: mean. I don't know if if you want to answer this geek, but I've got like a a whole half rant on it. Oh, go
2: on. a rant on what? Uh, I, the this situation. Oh, uh, well, <laughs> Weimar going up to, to legendary tier. Yeah. No, it's your, well,
0: yeah. It's going to
2: legendary tier. <laughs> there is no more tier 7. I'm f- give me the tin full hat. I'll put it on right now. Tin it's, it's gone. Tier 7's gone, dude. <laughs> I play a seven, I don't get into six, seven lobbies, I get into legendary every time. Yeah. So it's it's going to legendary and it's going to be absolutely completely fine. The thing has I, no armor, it's maneuverable, Good to reload, it's quarter pin HE, it's got lots of range, it's going to melt everything within 19 kilometers.
1: And it's got torpedoes.
2: Two sets of them,
0: right? Yeah, two yeah, sets. Of two Yeah, Yeah. I I mean, when this thing first came out, like, I think it was Chili or somebody like calculated the DPM and it was like, absolutely insane. (laughs) Uh, But when this thing first came out, like we all made videos, we all knew it. It it, it was broken. It was overpowered. It was the first ship that was like, like that was actually OP. Like it was literally easy mode. Yeah, we took it. We before before any of this was like a th- an, an afterthought. Peek and I took it into legendary tier. We divisioned with uh, who was it? Um, oh gosh, Bravo. I remember who it was. I don't know. No, it was um. Oh gosh, DD. I I want to drop his name, but anyway, we divisioned with the tier seven DD, and we got drawn up into legendary tier. And granted, there was only like three legendary ships, but I I think I had thirty nine hundred XP in a kraken. In a tier six ship like if anybody can take a tier six ship and do that i like yeah what what other tier six ship are you are you purposely getting in a legendary tier
2: yeah i mean (laughs) and we tried it last night too yeah it's it's the ship is insane and the fact that they're giving it a reload buff is
1: insane (laughs) well i don't think it's on purpose it's just because it falls into that category now I just wanna yeah. know who's running the spreadsheet machine. <laughs> Probably uh blip. <laughs> well
2: according,
0: so according to the spreadsheets, I, I somebody posted a screenshot in the Discord for from the general discord where they said that it's perform it, it outperforms, and I don't know what metrics they're using, the every ship except for the Ochakov, Suzuya and the mines. So yeah.
1: But again, that's in its current meta. It's not in a tier 7 meta.
0: Correct. Correct. Yeah. So, and now you have to take into account that some, like the Baltimore is buffed. And I think that's because it's an American ship. And, you know, some people just have a, a love, of, you know, Americans obviously have a love of American ships and probably just grind them and don't necessarily know how to play them. So certain tech tree ships are probably going to have a lower than normal spreadsheet, quote unquote. Uh-huh. But for for a tier 6 ship to be beating almost every other cruiser except for those three is pretty nutty
1: Yeah well, Taking into account the, the amount of shells she'll be able to pump out The only thing but I did the same as you guys and we purposefully put her into tier 7 battles and uh, MVP still 3300 XP. Yeah
2: that's that's because it's a combination of quarter pin HE, fast reload lots of shells, good fire chance and then maneuverability and no armor the best armor in this game is no armor you cannot convince me otherwise
1: Mm. you're you're right yeah, I was discussing it with uh, some of the guys in ST the other day Um, and I compared it to a tier 7 Atlanta basically that's yeah. how I see it. But better tools. Better armor.
0: Yeah. Better compare, penetration too.
2: I would say yeah. it's a tier tier seven Dallas, if that's could be a thing like the Cleveland. Oh yeah. Because like Cleveland, Cleveland is notoriously hard to set at all. Cleveland doesn't get the range. Cleveland got nerfed to reload. Mm. What's Cleveland's reload now? Like six seconds, six and a half? Base,
0: yeah, yeah. It's still, it's still, Cleveland's still very strong if you know how to play it.
2: Oh yeah, but I don't know about you, but I think my Cleveland build only goes out like seventeen on range. I want to say somewhere there.
0: Mine's like I think
2: I have Einstein, so mine's like fifteen actually, but. So, but like my Weimar dude, one of the builds I had on there, and I ran it for a while. It was like nineteen something, like upper nineteen, like nineteen <laughs> six or something like that. Like, yeah, maybe that was with a refill station, but it was disgusting. I could sit in the middle of the map, on some rock, and then just shoot everybody.
1: Yeah. Wow. Yeah, you can, you can. I mean, also, it's got a very good rudder shift, so. You could really, if you wanted to, just keep it at 19Ks and just kite if you really yeah. want it.
2: That's why yeah, I think that's,
0: it's really so toxic. Yeah. I, I don't think it's going to be... I, I don't know. I, I think it's going to do fine. But what I, what I said on... like I, I said this on Facebook. I posted my the link to my video about the, the little notes. And I said, if you can't play the Weimar at Tier 7, you can't play it at Tier 6. Like Not, not that much changes. The ships are a little more accurate at Tier 7. Um... But but I think it's still, like, it, it was beating up on Tier 5 battleships before. Like, that was just, can you imagine your your first Tier 5 game in, like, a New Mexico? You're going, like, 12 knots, and you just see a stream of, like, nuclear-tipped, napalm-tipped shells with a quarter <laughs> pen falling down on you at four seconds. Like, come on, you know?
2: I can, because I tried to play PC. <laughs> well, That's exactly what it was
1: and- for me. And besides, yes, it. Well, even if it goes up to tier 7, which which will, You still got the Atlanta tier 6.
2: Yeah, but the yeah. Atlanta's got, like, what, a 12-kilometer range? Yeah.
1: Mm, 13.5, I think, for me. Yeah,
2: but see, like, yeah. that's nothing.
0: I remember when the Atlanta first came out, I started this game, like, two or three weeks into that campaign. And people hated it, but mm-hmm. it, it only has, I think, one sixth pen. Unless you're running EOP, of course, but then you lose fire chance, right. and 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 like Peak said, only thirteen five range. I I really don't have a problem with Atlantas anymore. You have to be, I actually think you have to be a more skilled player now, in the current game, to use the Atlanta correctly.
1: True.
0: I remember a little bit,
2: a little bit more skilled. I remember, the first time I found out Atlanta had AP. <laughs> I was in like a Yanni or something. I just I'd never seen him shoot AP and I didn't have the boat. And I was like, oh, I'm going to totally get this guy. And so I like open up the broadside a little bit and he loaded AP and Dev struck me. And I was like, oh, shoot.
1: <laughs> yeah, if you get within seven kilometers, that thing AP is ridiculous. Yeah. Just citadels, left, right, and center. Well, it's the same as the Weimar. Get I was, was,
0: was going to say, the Weimar's AP is actually pretty <laughs> nutty, too.
1: Yeah. I was playing it early, and I just, like... Uh, my idea was going in there and trying to push the ship to its limit. See how far I can push, and how quickly I can push, and how much destruction I can cause. And funny enough, at the end of that game everything was dead around me, the game was won (laughs) and I was still alive, which is funny, which would not normally happen in a different cruiser, of course.
0: Uh, Yeah, I don't know what the previous armor scheme or, or potentials were, but I feel like the most recent edition of cruisers Garicia, uh, Mino especially, Mino is the main one, but they take citadels and damage how a light cruiser or cruiser should, in my opinion. Mm. So I don't know if, if they've switched some armor scheme or whatever, but uh, like the Stalingrad, you know? And, and I, I think it should be like that. Now, obviously, if you're point blank in a Yamato shooting a tier six, obviously it should, you know, overpen. I don't think that every cruiser should blow up immediately, but... The amount of overpens you get at, at medium to long range from from even you know like heavy cruisers with with medium caliber guns is what was getting kind of obnoxious, and I think they've either adjusted that or 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 fixed it, or I mean, it still happens, but like the Mino, for example, it blows up, you know what I mean? Hmm. And the Vi- like the Weimar, it it doesn't, so it's, it's like you it's just overpen after overpen, so. you you can sell broadside like you know imagine you push that thing in and it was just overpen after overpen
1: yeah look I I don't Uh. what you 7 what I was thinking maybe give it a nerf and a, a lot of people are saying that well it's a premium ship you can't nerf it even though it's going to tier 7, it's still a, a nerf in a sense. Uh, Wargaming still has the the right to do it if they need to, if they feel it's it's really needed. This is the first, well, second actually. The Kudatsov also was uh, given a little nerf. Uh, but this one's getting a, a major nerf. And people are complaining that they've, you know, paid money for this thing, and now it's getting nerfed.
2: Or, yeah. well... First off, Wargaming reserves the right to nerf or buff any ship, premium, not premium, period. So they reserve the right. Second off, people love to complain. Like, they love to complain. They complain about everything and anything. It's, it's kind of amazing how many people can complain about so many things in this game. Just in the last couple weeks, I've had multiple run-ins with people on Facebook uh, talking about the Flander, like, and it's the shotgun dispersion with a full dispersion build. Oh, you just don't know how to play it. Oh, it's like, okay, dude.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's it's either the ship is good or it's bad. <laughs> it's.
0: You can't say that, dude, because some guy some sometime got 150k. And Lucky him. <laughs> therefore, the ship is good for the rest of its existence.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Flanders, I'd rather call it failure. Well, that's just me.
0: I, 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 I did looked. not have a good experience with that ship.
1: Yeah. It's like getting their champagne with a global XP. But don't do it. Yeah. Wrong, Wrong choice, yeah. boys. Yeah. Rather save I, I, it up to What's that? Rather save it up
0: yeah get the stalingrad get a yeah. good ship.
1: <laughs> if it'll be good in the near near future because we don't know what's coming next though true there might hey, be another uh, two million one incoming we don't know
0: i i sure hope so i think let me i, I do want to say this i think wargaming is is either they're listening because people are leaving the game or they're finally listening to you know years of of complaints in a in a or feedback in terms of the SAP and and balancing changes, but I think legendary tier is in a half decent place right now, and I know that only a select few people have the Des Moines. But when we start seeing more and more Des Moines, it's we've, we're starting to get a, a fair balance at legendary tier. I, I think the next step is maybe throwing out a few videos from official for for more gaming or making, it, you know, like an introduction like how to play destroyers and not last two and a half minutes. Yeah, um, I, I know they would never do that, but they are listening in terms of adding cruisers and, and SAP and things like that. So for that, I'll I'll give them a, a small pat on the back.
2: Well, that was that was the thing. I I've said it a bunch, dude. That I don't care what ships they add. They can add Des Moines. They can add new carriers. They can do whatever. If they don't fix the problem that we have right now, and that's people not knowing how to do the basics like stay alive past the five minute marker you know or hit your shots at people that aren't even maneuvering like we wargaming's got to do something there like they've got to put out some videos to try and teach some of the player base something they did it on pc that's why i said they can do it here like they've put out a lot of videos on pc like how to position in caps like how to win games how to play destroyers and cruisers and differences between AP and HE and you know I'm not even talking about the deep dive where they go into like this caliber shell can penetrate this much armor you find this armor on this ship and this ship you know stuff like that I'm just saying they just the basic stuff because you can add whatever ships you want but if you don't fix the basic problem right now then it's it's not really gonna matter
1: yeah that's the one thing you as a cc you can only do that much because you've only you only got that small little cut of the pie but the player base always when they start up the game that's the first thing they see i don't see a cc's name and this is something i've actually discussed with uh, wargaming as well why don't you that very first page why not include a cc there put a cc's name up there put a link to his channel something to get the community to engage more with the cc's with p- p- podcasts like us you know so we can get that knowledge over to them because you, you find so many people struggling in the games when the messages you can see it from the messages that you receive sometimes people i got reported for hacking again today no joke got, <laughs> yeah reported gonna get banned i'm like why what did i do wrong <laughs> you know and it Wait, wasn't in the way more <laughs> the ccs could help
2: Like, Wargaming could tell us, hey, we need to make tutorials, like, hey, we're going to push you guys' content. They don't push the content, but if you look Mm. at all the CCs, including Spartan, like it or not, he's still a CC Mm. without the benefits. He's still a community contributor to the community. You Mm. add up everyone. All the people that look up World of Warships on YouTube, which I just got to, buddy, so I can see a lot of actual people searching for Legends. It's something like 480,000 people have looked up World of Warships Legends content on YouTube in the last 30 days. Wow. That's a lot of people. How many subs do we all have? Combined. What do we got? 50k? Combined. Everyone. T-Bulls, Spartan uh, 90, maybe 75. Spartan's yeah. people we'll have, have
0: about 36. Yeah, T-Bulls
2: at T-Bull 20. A so yeah. there's 55, you know, and then from there it goes down dramatically. So you could just say 60 maybe. But either way, those are a lot of overlapping. I was going to say well.
0: it's it's more than that, but I was, they're they're almost guaranteed to over it. like they're they're probably the and same. That's, yeah.
2: That's just the people looking up stuff on YouTube. A lot of these people I think that play this game don't look stuff up all the time. Maybe mm-hmm. if they have a particular question or looking a certain ship up to research. So like the CCs themselves, if we all set out and the next two weeks did nothing but make educational content, we would not even scratch the surface of the, the player base. Yeah, it has yeah. to be Wargaming that steps in, that does this stuff. Really? I, yeah, I was... uh... Go ahead, Rogue.
1: There's Robin. I mean, he's he's doing all the uh, trailers for Wall of, of Warships. Rapidous all the trailers you see is him. Yeah, that's the Robin. And we all know Robin's capability, his skill behind ships. He's got that potential to do this type of tutorials as well, in a controlled way, of course, because let's be honest, all those trailers footage, don't tell me that's that's done in a training room, boys.
0: <laughs> oh. Oh training rooms are it, it I, exists. Yeah, it is yeah, there. I, I was gonna
1: it's say I... super testers. Yeah. It, it is there. It's in the yeah. live. I've I've had the glitch where it shows training. Yeah, on the ocean map. And the ocean map, yeah.
2: Yeah, it's it's a it's there. It's well it's we don't have access to it.
0: Yeah. T- to finish off your point, Peak, I was told by a community manager that like to 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 strengthen your point that the numbers on YouTube don't even begin to scratch the surface for the player base numbers. Right. Right. so and i don't want to i'm not trying to like insult wargaming or throw that community manager uh under the bus but when when you're told that it's it's almost like it's you know it's like well you can do your your trading videos if you want but nobody's gonna see them so you're right it either has to be like a 10 minute like introduction to the game and i haven't played the game in so long i, I forget i know there's like press y or something like there's a basic control introduction but maybe just a little a little bit more and part of the problem is the bureau in my opinion make it a grind i'm so sick in the bureau for, for for heaven's sakes
1: yeah we need that but it's it's not alive anymore because i'm i literally have one friend and this is no joke he doesn't play ships as much as a lot of people because he's got a lot of work so he's traveling a lot. He literally leaves on his Xbox on a bureau and that's it. Oh my god. No joke. <laughs> you always see him online but you never play with him. <laughs> he's just that's what he does. Just to keep the game going. That's yeah. Well maybe the bureau is
2: partly responsible for some of the bad gameplay we've been seeing. Because people I have to get on and, and do two or three or four battles in the ships they don't like to play, and so there's two teammates or more gone. They're just trying to get an easy win. They don't do it in AI. They just throw it in there, you know.
1: I mean, we, this is. has been dis- it's been discussed all over. It's too accessible to newer players. Yes, you might have to wait a couple of months, but when you get it, you yep. get it. Now you go you jump into this legendary tier. You're facing off against experienced players most of them are very experienced players like the two of you you face off against the two of you with a guy with almost no knowledge on from that specific ship you're gonna waste him automatically at that point in time that enemy team is now at a massive disadvantage because they lost maybe a Yamato
2: yeah 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 here's a here's a fix I can fix it for you right now Rogue you ready? give us a game mode that you have to have a certain number of stats to play so (laughs) you have to have 3000 battles and you have to have a 55% win rate and up and it'll be a 9v9 controlled matches you're not going to make any silver out of it like raise the cost of the ships in this particular game mode not like a rank just, just a standard type of thing.
1: But now you're not making it enticing. Why would I want to play it?
2: Because the gameplay there is not going to be five minute or less matches. It's going to be experienced players. You might have to wait for a queue. It's going to be balanced matches. It's going to be knowledgeable players. And you're going to have more competition in those... So like like
0: basically clans.
2: <laughs> no, not so basically. much clans. Like This could just be random players that just want to play play the game but but not have either their team or the other team get wiped out in five minutes like i bet it's becoming so much more prevalent in the last month these matches that are just over you know instantly i think we had a record the other day it was like four minutes
0: and 36 seconds right do you remember the number peak
2: 543 xp was the lead on their team
0: that, that was the XP, but I'm talking about that time where that game was literally done in less than five minutes.
2: Yeah, no, I've had a bunch of them like that. I even made a video on one It was, I think it was three minutes and 45 seconds oh my God. of match time play. Damn. Everyone was dead. Yeah. I,
0: I, I don't know if there's a, a, a true solution. I, 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 I don't want to be that super, like, elitist, like, you know, make all mm. these these things but they're ha- like everyone everyone is saying it and I- i've just stopped saying it like oh it's just another blue team you know what i mean like you will you will get these these games uh, you know every now and then but i feel like it's <laughs> one out of 10 games is is half enjoyable and it, it, that metric you know that that uh standard will probably change if you switch from divisions to solo we all know divisions are easier there's more communication you have three better players but i i find that's the only true way I have fun in this game anymore Mm. is in a division because in a division if you lose 99% of the time it's probably your fault you know of course if you're like you talked about if you get six people that are afk you're probably not going to win which is most of the teams you get anymore but if you're solo there's eight other variables for you to account for and sure you can carry your butt off but even in even in that situation if your team just throws you're it's you there's lost.
2: not much you can do, even yeah, in the best you're... ships. There's just not much you can do. Yeah,
1: yeah, you'll find yourself against the map border or just dying just because you're bored. Yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, they, that not... to me, the only solution is a is a game mode outside of standard. High costs to play, uh, skill requirement and stats to play. Um, there you go. That's that's the only solution I see. To this problem,
1: nah, it's it, a good uh, I- it's a good idea. But I- I'm looking at, and I'll, I'll think what wargaming would want to say to you is be like, we don't want to split the, the player base. That's what they would like, pro- you know, probably say about that point. Yeah, it's like the same thing about I think why we're still waiting for clans, is because they feel the moment they introduce clans, training rooms, all that stuff, queues are going to increase because the clans would be out of the main main picture.
2: Absolutely. And I, I get it, but I mean, if you don't keep your players happy, you lose the game. Yeah. I, I think if you... Argue that they've been going down in numbers recently.
1: Mm-hmm. I, yeah. That's one thing I'd like to see, though. I've not seen that, or I've not get gotten that information yet, so I don't know what the player base is really doing. Nope.
0: I think somebody said... I think it might have been Peak. I don't know if it was... Somebody said like with all the new games, Elden Ring, even Battlefield 2042, as awful as it is, and even the straight boredom, I think that you're. they're losing a good chunk. I know the Des Moines has probably pumped that back up, but hmm. with all the new games coming out, I, I think that they've seen a de-
1: decline. Yeah, I actually made a joke in uh, the official Discord a couple of days ago saying that, well, the player base wanted the Yamato. At the very beginning, they got the Yamato. Mm-hmm. Then they wanted the Des Moines. Now we got the Des Moines. What's next?
2: Subs later, though.
0: <laughs> Subs. Oh man, don't even, don't <laughs> even joke.
1: <laughs> Dude, remember they said CBS will never come to the game. Remember, they did. They
0: they did say that. I have a. Yeah? Somebody was like arguing with me on Facebook. They're like, they always planned for them to come. And I have a post. It was like from Takane at the time. It was like. Mm-hmm. We have removed AA stats as we do not plan to. It's like because you know we we do not plan to add carriers at this time, and they always say that. So you know how much can you believe it? But
2: well, it's like if... you can't look at the CMs. They don't. They don't have any control on anything. Yeah, not the CMs. I get the. They've got the worst job out of everyone here. The CCs get to play the game, complain about it, complain to the CMs. The CMs take the complaints to the devs. The devs say, we don't care. They go back to the CMs, and then, <laughs> yeah. and then everyone like points to the CMs. The community manager says, like, why are you guys letting subs come into the game? And they're like, we don't have any control over it, but everyone's got to point at somebody. The CMs mm-hmm. are oh, the yeah. highest up on the food chain that you can actually reach out to and complain to. Nobody yeah. knows who the devs are.
0: Well yeah. one of them was on a stream once,
2: but yeah. Yeah, but what's his Discord? That's <laughs> What's his Reddit name? Like you, Yeah. Nobody can complain to him.
1: You won't find it because the complaints would be rolling in. Yeah.
2: Honestly, oh. maybe I mean Gazi had a good point though. The game is stale. That could be a big reason why people are leaving. It's just stale, because I'm experiencing it. Sure, the Moines fun, but now the fun's fading off and I'm back to like playing the same old ships and it's just the same old maps and the same old teams. And maybe like leave Arena in permanently as a game mode. Like, give me some variety in my life. I'm not gonna play AI as my variety. Give me something yeah. fun, you know?
0: I think yeah. that's where training rooms save the day, but that's just me personally. Like oh, absolutely. P, so not to not to boost ourselves or you know mainly you, but you you average like one fifty to two hundred you know every other night, maybe maybe less some nights. Imagine if we could do like we could get half of our members or subscribers or anybody in these games or like we set up like Japan versus USA or Germany versus England. You know, or or nine Mikasa's versus, you know, two Yamato's or something like that. That would gain so much viewership and just allow us to release this boredom because we played, we played peak, we played four games last night for an hour and we said, let's go to Battlefield. Let's go to Battlefield one, which is a 10, like a seven year old game. And I think I had more fun on that. Yep. And I, I love Legends. I don't want to see it like degrade like this, but it's a lot of people are thinking it and saying it.
1: Yeah, with also with the training rooms, it it opens your your window of being able to produce a lot more a variety of content. Especially, you're not no longer limited to one single thing. You can now make it something completely different. Involve the people a bit more. That would definitely uh, help.
0: Yeah. You could we could do we could do specialized training videos then. Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, I I plan on doing this. I don't think I've talked to you about it yet, Aaron. But like every... Maybe like first Friday of every month, I was going to do Fight Club. You know, and have like a $10... $10 into balloons or something for the winner of it. But do Fight Club. And bring in like 30 of your good buddies. And let them fight it out for like 3 or 4 hours. And just like a tier system. Like a tournament. Yeah, you know, all the way down to see who can be the last two, and the, whoever wins that gets the, the ten bucks or something. You know, Fight Club. Our training room, or yeah, in training rooms, one v oh, one. I... Oh, okay. <laughs> like, pick your ship, Fight Club, and if you if you die, you get knocked out. Well, I if mean, you, win, you, you you go on. You just broke the
0: first rule of Fight Club.
2: Yeah, but and you gotta get second. bored out there
1: somehow. <laughs>
0: <You do not laughs>
1: yeah, no, it's a good idea nightclub. Well, uh, something else you can also maybe try is bring all the CCs together of course.
2: Oh, we'll have PlayStation versus Xbox CCs and we know who's going to win. Xbox!
1: (laughs) Sorry guys.
2: (laughs) Xbox number one! Sorry Yeah. Um,
1: A funny thing is we were having this discussion with a couple of friends um, is that so a lot of Xbox players say, the PlayStation players, the moment you open the list of, of people playing on your team or the enemies against you, you look and see, well, it's mostly PlayStation, so we're going to lose, guys. And the ratio, and this is something we discussed, and it was, you know, there's, let's say, 100,000 Xbox players in the game. There's a million PlayStation players playing the game. So if you talk about 10% players are bad of PlayStation and 10% players of Xbox is bad it's the same ratio it's just that there's more players on the PlayStation uh, console I, that's all
0: I, Yeah I think that's actually You see confirmed, them like,
1: yeah, confirmed yeah, by the CMs them. what that PlayStation not, not, is worse
0: not. No <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it has been yes confirmed No no but I think there are more PlayStation players like you said
1: Oh yeah the game. Remember, there's way more PlayStation consoles out there in the world than, than Xbox.
2: Well, I don't know if you guys know, know anything about this, but when PUBG got crossplay with PlayStation and PlayStation came into Xbox lobbies, there was something called PUBG Lookup, and you could see who is who in games, Xbox, PlayStation. You could break down the stats between Xbox, PlayStation, KD, Kills, mm-hmm. Time Alive, stuff like that.
1: Yikes. Yeah. What, was the, ver- what Yikes. was the verdict?
2: It was like 99% of PlayStation players were dead in the first five minutes of a 25-minute long game.
0: Ooh. There, there's, For the record, we're, we're not seeing there's a difference. It's just, I think Rogue stated it very eloquently. The ratio is the same, but there's more PlayStation players.
2: Oh, yeah. I, I wouldn't doubt that. Well, that's because mm-hmm. Sony had... Remember, it was free to play. Like you can play games like online. Yeah, the live. Yeah. Bucks a year is free for however much live is anymore. 60 bucks.
1: Yeah. I'm going up.
0: Yep. Yeah. Insane inflation.
1: Well, um, guys, we're going. Uh, we're getting close to our time. <laughs> We got to end it sometime, you know. I don't I don't know if you want to, but we have to end it.
0: Well, I could complain about legends all night.
1: Oh, I no. my stream. And... <laughs> <laughs> let's start up a stream and let's push.
2: I'm kind yeah. of curious what Zarkoon's take on all this we've been talking about is.
1: Yeah. Do you want you want to get him in?
2: Yeah, I, I mean i curious of his viewpoint from some of the stuff we said.
0: Zarkun is usually a little more reserved and eloquent, so yes.
1: Mm, he is, isn't he? Get
2: in here, Zarki.
0: Is he raising his hand? What's the little icon? Yeah.
1: <laughs> that's that's not him raising his hand, that's me pushing it to him. Oh, uh, okay.
3: Uh give me a second so I don't have to do this on my phone. Let me plug in a like a decent mic my PC.
0: He you he sounded a little bit a little bit like the guys from Men in Black, the little the little bugs.
1: Oh, there he goes. Now <laughs> oh, he left. <laughs> no, I think he's just changing to his PC. Well, let me let me stop the stream there, and um, we'll get Zarkun in, and we can discuss it even further. The other people want to stay together. What yeah. do you think?
2: I'm sure these guys want to hear. Sarkoon's point two. Yeah, yeah,
1: okay. I mean, one thing I can also say, people, a lot of people think that I'm biased towards wargaming, which I'm not. I'm kind of neutral, but I'm logical and everything that I'm trying to say or do, it's like anything that they've brought in or changed in the game since the very start, I've always taken with a small little grain of salt and said you know what i don't give a crap i'll just play the game as usual and i have and it's been working out for me perfectly so all these fa- fancy changes yes the way more i mean it's the one thing that i bought quite unhappy but i understand it's 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 reasonable to op ship and there's coup back
0: i mean i'm gonna be honest i the reason I'm indifferent is kind of like Am you. I audible? I oh, there he is. Anybody.
1: You are oh. audible. Hello there. Good to talk, huh?
3: There we go. Now I can hear you.
1: Yeah, we can hear you.
3: Does my mic sound okay?
2: Sounds okay. No. You're a little
3: quiet though. Maybe I can turn it up.
1: Up, just deep through the mic. That's all.
3: Let's move, move it a little closer.
2: So, what so, are your Zark- opinions, Zarkun, yeah. on what we were talking about with the player base and the five-minute matches, and what do you think about all that?
3: Um, I I think it's a free-to-play game, and there's a lot of casual people like. Just the fact that we're all here, or that anybody who's here in the audience is on Discord interacting with other people about World of Warships Legends, you know? Um, I just, I think it's a free-to-play game. There's a lot of casual players. They're just logging on for a few games here and there, and uh, I I think you're always going to have that with a free-to-play game, and I think that is... Big chunk of the reason why there's uh, some of the issues you guys were talking about, and not only that, but these—it's very easy for new players to get their way up to a tier seven ship fairly quickly, you know. And then with the whole bureau thing, you're you're essentially just biding your time until you get one of the strongest ships in the entire game. And all you have to do is wait for it you don't really have to play uh there's a lot of problems i have a lot of thoughts on it but let's hear them i mean that that's to start off with it i don't know what else
2: (laughs) do you think there's any way that you can fix these matches because I don't know if you heard it, Aaron said, we played four games last night, went to Battlefield 1. The night before, you know, we probably played for three hours, probably played something like 12 or 15 games, and, and most of our games were were just washes. So, like, in the three or four hour span of playing the game, like, I'm lucky to have two or three matches that are to the end of the timer, you know, where people are still alive and still fighting and, and Going back and forth and, you know, trying to play a little bit more competitively than than some of the other ones. Is there any way to to fix the five-minute matches and everyone dying in five minutes?
3: Oh, I don't know. I mean, like I said, I think part of that is the casual approach that a lot of players are going to have with a free-to-play game like this you know certainly they could do things like i don't know up the service cost for when you're playing legendary tier ships not to sound like in you know like an elitist or anything but like you should be doing fairly well to make a profit or even break even when you're taking those ships out they're not the ships you should be play in constantly if you're like a brand new player with less than a thousand games that kind of thing they could up the service cost Uh, they could do away with the bureau completely and add the legendary tier ships onto the ends of tech trees like they've done on pc with the tier 11 super ships they just put them right onto the end of the tech tree you gotta grind in order to get one and even when you do grind to it, it takes more XP than it takes to get to a tier 10 ship, and it costs like 50 million silver, or 50 million credits to even buy one of those. So that's a lot of playing in the game that uh, you have yeah, to, do, you know, in order to get one of the highest tier ships. They, I think, they need to do something similar in Legends, especially for the legendary tier. I mean, I you should have to grind to get one of those ships, because essentially they're tier 8 ships, you know?
2: Right.
0: I, I think at the very least, in the Bureau, you should have to have the the tier 7 tech tree equivalent unlocked. And I know they would never implement that, but for example, the, the Yamato, you have to at least have the Amagi unlocked. And that's like such a very simple thing, and I know that's not going to improve much, but that would, you know, it's like didn't we see a post it was like I only have the kamikaze what are your guys' builds on the Shima and it's like oh, yes i oh a... <laughs> and that's you know that that's the guy yoloing around the edge of the map to, to dev strike the carrier in Shima while you're down four caps and four ships you know <laughs>
1: yeah There's something a and... sorry something a Rock, Rockstabber is saying you need to grant to learn how to play the legendary to your ship with you saying the way that you should earn the ship is by having the tier seven, but not just having the tier seven, having put a a certain amount of uh, elite XP into the ship before it unlocks.
3: Yeah, exactly. Put it at the end of the tech tree and make it a researchable ship, you know, just like all the other tech tree ships. I mean, that's Mm. what most of the legendary tier ships are anyway, except for the alaska and the stalingrad those are premium ships but the yamato the gk des moines
2: By the Stalingrad
1: because
2: mm. then that would force you to play a ship that's very similar you know that can be punished if not angled correctly teaches you because by the time you have two million or let's say it's a million or whatever the number is like you're if you have to play the Riga a lot before you can even touch Stalingrad you're going to learn a lot about how to play that ship Angles, lead times, you know your radar, maneuverability.
0: I, I mean, my like original idea was to have like a hundred wins, like in the Amagi or the Riga or something before you could unlock that. But I just know that wargaming would never do that. So, that that's kind of why I, I said at the very least. But again, we we know they're they're not going to do that. I think the best solution mm-hmm. that is still potentially money making because you could buy credits or not have enough credits or buy global is to to have it like research uh, tech tree, make it tier 8 but uh, even then I don't think they'll do that because the bureau is just a drip bleed of doubloons for certain people
1: for sure
2: I just and think I- it's a really interesting concept you know, because I don't think, I honestly, I don't think the player base is I'm just talking about the average player is going to try and make themselves better unless they watch somebody else do it better consistently and they go, damn, like that guy's getting, you know, 3k base XP every time he plays the Conqueror. Why can I not do that? You know, unless they see somebody do it better then they want to get better or the alternative to that is you force them to learn by putting an elite XP on a similar ship like Riga Stalingrad you force them to play Riga they learn how to play Riga they can play Stalingrad I don't know I don't know what the solution is but it's an interesting idea
1: definitely an inter- interesting one it's just uh we know what wargaming will never fall for that type of idea because it's taken away that enjoyment that they feel the players should have especially a new player and this is one thing Ticon touched on a couple of times this where he says a, a new player should feel the uh, the power of that specific ship which in turn makes him want to play more for us it's uh it's a different story. You do it for content and for enjoyment and for competitive play. Where other people just come from work, sit on the couch, or come from school, sit on the couch and play a couple of games, then jump over to something else.
0: I I agree I mean, with you, Rogue, but I have a video of Peak, myself, and Chili eliminating a conquer in a minute and fifteen seconds in the game. How much <laughs> how much I mean, I'm not trying to insult this person or but like how much power did you know what i mean like did he have fun like <laughs> no <laughs> so i understand what you're saying but like they they want to feel the power of a ship but if they have no idea how to play it or position or what to do or how much enjoyment are they having you know what i mean
2: how about no, this? yeah no of course how about this if you give a kid something they can appreciate it they'll like it But if you make them earn it, then they understand the value of it more, right? So like if you put something behind a wall and you have to grind to get it, when you unlock it, when you get it, you appreciate it more because you put in all the effort to getting it, right?
3: (laughs) Well, yeah, and isn't that part of the appeal of video games like this, that you
2: grind. grind
3: You know, yeah. for a mm. reward, and then you feel a sense of accomplishment after having completed that grind and obtaining the reward, you know? Uh,
2: yeah, I mean, the I think a lot of the games out there, that the thing that gets people into it is the grind. Imagine playing um, Skyrim and starting out with a max level everything. Everything's level 100. You have nothing to unlock. You have no grind. What do you mm. do? Play through the storyline, and then that's it? Or, like Minecraft, imagine starting in Minecraft and having three chests full of 64 stack diamonds. Okay, well, I don't need a mine. Like, what do I do? You know, the grind is important.
1: Yeah, Hassel uh, is saying, Daddy Peak teaching us parenting lessons. (laughs) What? (laughs) Daddy Peak teaching us parenting lessons. Yeah. (laughs) I I mean, it's a a good concept, but I understand what Hassel is saying as well. Now they've got that parenting thing. You have to do this before you can get this. And maybe that's why they think that the player base being couch potatoes like we all are. um, We don't really want to grind that much. We want things easy.
2: There's a reason that they keep going back to like tier three for ranked and arena and stuff like that. Nobody Mm. wants tier three. True. In anything but they want to include all the new players that probably don't have a tier six or seven yet mm. stop like quit quit doing that wargaming we want tier six tier seven legendary we want the we want the accurate ships the the ships that have some speed like we want we want the good stuff all right we don't, we don't want the table scraps we want the t-bone cooked medium rare on an open fire. Like, we don't want the, the canned beans that aren't even warmed we want the good stuff but they they want to include everybody and i don't know that you know yeah, can i like good for everyone else
3: can i ask you guys a question that's sort of unrelated to this just because what i see hustle has typed in the chat that the real grind is the commander system Ooh. about about the uh, commander system, what are your guys' thoughts on that? And what are your guys' thoughts on the proliferation of premium commanders that this game has seen over the past several years, with Azer Lane and you know Transformers
0: and all those kind of things? I I, I did a whole video on it. Um, I, I I think it's okay. Um, but there's just, we're, we're, we're getting to the point, and I think Tactics said this very eloquently and a lot better, with a lot better grammar than, than I, I did, but it, we're getting to a point where just overlapping commanders which are, and some some of them are pay to win. Um, I, I don't have too much of a problem with it. Again, maybe because I get half of them for free, you know, up to, Rank twelve, legendary two, or whatever we get them at now, but, and I know it's a source of income for them. It's just I think there's too many. I, I don't
2: know. It's, let's let's look at it from my point of view. I have what I want. I've got my Sims at sixteen four for the Americans. I've got my Scott at like sixteen three. Doesn't really need to go to sixteen four. Um. My my Ivan for Stalingrad and the Russian cruisers. He's sixteen four. Uh, who else do I need to make high level? Nobody, and it's been that yeah. way for ever. I think my Kuznetsov sixteen four, and it's like now what? I mean, they can bring in new commanders, whatever. Maybe you get one little cool perk on that commander, but like, it doesn't really change that much. So, I've got 28 million Commander XP, I've got 1,500 promotion orders and I've got I don't know how many insignias just sitting there. You know, like I really don't need to put it into anything. Well, What do okay. what I, what I put it into? Okay, you
0: are... You're not... You're... You're one of the few who plays like the same build, the same ship, like, exclusively and that's coming from someone who hasn't changed his Baltimore build in probably two and a half years I, I want to know what you think Zarkoon, because I know you explore builds a lot more than, than I do um, but, but I think there's a we're starting to get too many
3: yeah uh, well how long have I been playing this game now for three years I do mm-hmm. not have any of well I have some commanders I only have one at rank 16 4 because I do mess around with builds a lot and the resources are so scarce they're they're like artificially scarce I would say um, 3 years uh, I feel like I should have all my commanders at 16 four. so I think the right. way the resources are doled out I, I think it's too, too scarce mm-hmm. and well i I look at my german commander roster and i'm pretty sure there are more fictional commanders in it than there are free historical commanders you know and you have to pay for these people and some of them at least the earlier ones are really really good like Hyde and azurlay nelson because they can offer you the the battleship accuracy builds with the Master mechanic skill for the extra heals so that sort of survivability can offset the the downsides of like flammable cannoneer, you know? At least I kinda think it does. And I it doesn't sit well with me that these are locked behind a paywall, but even that would be okay, I guess, if the the if they weren't so scarce it's not like you can go out and buy hide right now if you want to or Azerlane nelson or any of those and i just i don't like that kind of thing and i also don't like this situation that we have with Azerlane lane littorio being the only accuracy yeah. commander for the italians and being a premium and by the way not available any longer you know i think that's i think that's a problem yeah, it's going to have point. to wait
1: another year for it. Yeah. If you're lucky.
0: Well, I think I, somebody I think brought it's up. The,
2: the collaborations. Sorry, Aaron, but it's the collaborations, I'm pretty sure. Like, they have a license for an X amount of time. So that's why they can offer, like, Sharnhorst or whoever for X amount of time.
1: And yeah, then I think they that can. Is the case. So.
2: I think that's well, why they, they come and go like
0: that. I, I think somebody has a screenshot of a, of somebody saying that like commanders are like nearly exclusively a source of income or revenue for them. So I think that's a huge part of the reason. I don't really agree with it, but.
2: Uh, well, I think Flamub was talking about it. Flam- yeah, it was, I think it was pretty sure it's Flamu, and he was talking about the azur lane stuff and he mentioned something that wargaming when they did the azur lane stuff they had a, a contract with them and then they they turned right around do you remember the the, the skin for the congo whatever mm. we yeah. that is, it apparently that was like azur lane's direct competitor and flammu said that the a whole azur lane deal got pulled off the table. And this might be for only PC, I don't know, but I'm pretty sure we have that here in Legends as well. So I don't know if that's off the table or not.
1: Yeah, it's it's like the the collab with uh, Viva La dirt league It was not just for Legends; it was also for the whole of all the warships, the whole PC right. included.
0: Yeah. Have you guys seen any other videos? I actually like one of them, it's really
1: funny. <laughs> They're a very good group. Um I mean I've we've been and I'm saying this now with everyone here, I don't care. We've been trying our butts off to get these guys on one of the podcasts. Oh, that'd be epic. It'd be Which epic. Guys? Viva La Dirt League but getting to them is a lot more difficult. I think I can get to the United States president easier than getting to these guys.
2: Well, you gotta think just, if, they're, if they're that big, they're probably getting hit up by a ton of people too. Oh yeah.
1: So. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, a lot of their gigs, they, uh, of course, it, it, there's money involved, so they do it for cash. Um, they're a very yeah. popular group and the message that they do especially with the recent ones where they do uh mind uh uh, you know people having problems you know with mental illnesses they had a a huge campaign with that as well so they're very open and knowledgeable but they're so busy these guys don't have time they've got managers four men four managers to get to the other managers so it's a massive line to get through to them and we've unfortunately been unable to get through to them and uh, get them on the podcast even what now been 21 days i think
0: let me call my agent let me see what i can do
1: <laughs> you know this is the this is the wonderful thing um i knew we had to discuss these these patches and everything and i was like damn who can i talk to it's like, there's one man that I can trust that will be truthful and be open and honest in his opinions. And it's like, Aaron, can you be on the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> and it was literally no joke. This was organized. Uh, Aaron, in like 30 minutes. Yeah. This morning. Yeah, this morning, actually.
0: <laughs> well, this morning for well, this morning for me, I guess, mid-afternoon for
1: you. The evening. For, uh, uh, well, the following day now for me. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: Uh, so I, yeah. That's
0: that's tr- how I try to be with all my reviews and everything and even my channel. Like I'm not I'm not perfect. I complain, I lose, I get frustrated, but I, I just kinda tell it how it is for the most part. I don't really BS. Yeah. So I think a lot of the CCs are like that. But I just mm. I I look at it from like if I was a consumer spec point and I also understand wargaming's point of view in a lot of situations. So I, I I try not to play both sides, just right down the middle.
3: Hmm. I would say most of the CCs are like that. Are there?
0: Oh, I mean, idea. there's there, there's a few who will refuse to say there's a bad ship out there.
3: Oh, there are certainly bad ships out there. <laughs> champagne. <Yeah. clears throat> Excuse
0: mm-hmm. me. Ah, did anyone did everyone hear that champagne? Did I do a video of me selling that? Okay, good. This one. No, no, a lot of the. I'm not trying to. A lot of the CCs are like that, but I just. I feel like I just lay it on the line.
2: Tiger
1: 59. Yep, definitely Tiger 59. (laughs) Thank you, asshole. Yeah, okay. Is Hive in
3: here? Uh oh. I know somebody who likes the Tiger
0: 59, thinks it's real good.
2: Mm -hmm. I know. We all do.
0: Hold on, if we're moving Weimar to tier 7, can we move Tiger 59 to tier 5?
2: Well, I was thinking tier 3. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's a little extreme. How about cut the difference tier 4?
2: Okay, tier <laughs> 2 it is.
0: Yeah, that's actually a good battle, an Omaha versus a Tiger 59.
2: I would take the fucking Omaha. I probably would too. Like, all day I would take the Omaha. It's not even close.
1: <laughs> Yikes. I also did something very um, disrespectful yesterday and played my Percival 10 times and yeah, back to back wins in my Percival.
3: That's disgusting. You should be ashamed of yourself.
2: (laughs) That's scary. Wait,
3: what did you do?
1: I played the Percival 10 times in a row. Yeah. And won 10 times in a row.
2: Because the best oh, carry, no.
1: yeah, yes. Uh,
0: no, did you have any? Can, were you in a division or anything, or just
1: straight no, solo? So,
0: mm. There you go.
1: So it needs to go to legendary tier. I'm, I'm sorry, I need to say this.
2: It already is in legendary tier. What are you? On? Nope, <laughs> per-
1: permanently. It is permanently in legendary. No, tier. it's not. I, I, it <laughs> needs to face minimum two Des Moines.
2: Brother, I will give you an no account. No, no, no. You can log in and play my parcel ten games in a row on my account, and tell
1: me it's not in legendary tier. You, you see, <laughs> do you know? Do you know why you get that ratio? Peak? I'm
2: assuming it's there's stats. a
1: reason. Yes, your stats are too high. Play worse. <laughs> no,
0: no. I so I've heard another conspiracy theory that it's your commander. Hmm. It's your commander that. That will potentially throw you again get- with people who have do at five.
2: I don't think that's right because I've my parcel commander's not high. Do you remember
0: when you put Kurita on your Yamato and you had laser beams?
2: Uh, yeah, I do. Yep. Well, with you track Yamato.
1: You can't really take that because if I mean, look at some of the uh, content creators out there; they do the count-ins. You get yeah, a hi, lot of, and sometimes, yeah, sometimes you get that where your whole chat is within is, is within that one game.
2: Yeah, but you know what usually happens as someone who does it all the time? What usually happens is the bad players end up on your team, everyone counting in <laughs> ends up on the other team, <laughs> and then you get focused and wiped off the map in seven minutes.
1: <laughs> True, I joined a count today for a guy.
2: I,
0: I, I don't think any of that is true personally. I and the reason is I don't give that that much credit to WarGaming. I don't think their matchmaker could handle that advanced of calculations in the I short amount does. of time.
3: I don't know I, if any of that's true about the matchmaking, but I do kind of. I do kind of suspect something about what Hustle is saying in the chat about using the non-accuracy battleship commanders on your battleships and suddenly they're shooting laser beams. I kind of wonder if there's uh, something wrong with like the skills that buff the dispersion or something and at some point you get like diminishing returns and then when you remove those skills the, the dispersion is sometimes better? I don't know. I... It's yeah, good.
0: I mean, I've said that for a while. I don't think com- com- commanders or inspirations stack correctly.
1: Well, you did notice the uh, the announcement that came through a couple of days ago about the uh, CVs restoration yeah. perk uh, mod. It was supposed yeah. to it's supposed to minimise your restoration by fifteen percent, and what the mod, when you equipped it, actually did, plus it by thirty percent. So you were waiting way longer than you should have to restore your planes. Which for CVs is a bad thing, of course. Yeah. So there could be other things in the pipeline that people don't really know about or they've not picked up yet. That could be wrong.
2: I've said it for literally ever that I do not think your commanders stack correctly for dispersion. It does Mm. not make any sense to me pre-Yamato Nerf pre-nerf that i'm getting dispersion that is all over the map with basically max dispersion build and then i take karita the the fucking shima captain and throw him on there and i've got twist and track 14 kilometer range and i'm shooting laser beams (laughs) (laughs)
0: laser beams
3: like no good way to test any of that either you would need to set up like you know what you guys were talking about earlier training Training rooms rooms. you need to like you'd need to experiment and just shoot over and over and compare with you know dispersion builds versus non-dispersion builds and there's no real way to even test any of that so we do need training rooms
2: well yeah aaron said this before me but I think the reason we haven't had training rooms, we don't have training rooms, and the reason they're not talking about giving us training rooms is because day one training rooms come out. I know myself, I'm pretty sure Aaron's gonna do it, and I'm sure a lot of other people are gonna do it. They're gonna go straight into training rooms and sit there and fire 200 rounds at one target, broadside, 10 kilometers, and then change up their build and try it again. And they're gonna take all those stats and they're gonna go, please explain.
1: Something's wrong, yeah. yeah. Does
2: Gajard actually create more overpins? Even that's, though you say um, it's not supposed to. That <laughs> was yeah. going to
0: be my number one was Yamamoto on cruisers.
1: Mm. And I've got him on my cruisers.
0: Yeah. I... I, I don't know. I, I want to yeah. be like fair and honest, but like I think that's part of the reason we don't have trading rooms, is we would find five bugs in the first day.
1: Yeah, it opens major up the possibility bugs. of even more hate. Yeah,
2: major, major issues. Mm. I don't know, but I, I, I'm ten full hats
1: on. Yeah, most definitely.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah, Brian already
1: posted it. Yeah, yeah. Pointy pointy <laughs> side up. I just need to remember that.
3: Yeah. yeah, and who knows? There could be all kinds of bugs that we aren't even aware of. Uh Like if you follow PC content pretty closely, because I do, I watch like pretty much everything Flamu puts out, you know. And it seems like they're discovering bugs there all the time, even bugs that have been there since uh, the beginning of the game. Like the high DPM ships they had on PC, there was some sort of bug with like the ping on the server or something like that. And oh yeah, did, did you guys see that? Uh, yeah, like thinking, the
0: sub two second reload or whatever.
2: Yeah, yeah they call it something. It's not the refresh rate, it's the
0: server t- I, I thought it was server tick, tick rate. rate.
2: It is, yeah, yeah tick rate. Mm-hmm.
3: Yep. yep. Yeah, and something like that, like that's been there since the game began, presumably, right? Mm-hmm. I mean you, yeah, to, yeah, you,
1: could
2: you could imagine. Fix it. So flammo talked about this. Um Legends and the PC game, they both run on the same engine. They run on a world engine. and the world engine is like from 2002. Oof. It's like one of the oldest ones out there. And that was kind of the big controversy when they fired everyone in Russia. Now now they're they're extending invitations when they're taking this company to a new location to bring a handful of people along that actually know how to operate and work on this world engine because it's so antiquated that the people other game studios wouldn't know how to work on it because yeah, it's that's, that
3: old that is insane
2: isn't it yeah that's i yeah. can't believe that but it's true
0: I, I i think overall it's it's still a very great game i just think we're all you know after playing fifteen thousand battles personally, I think we're going to experience some of these issues. But to and to, we're going to we're going to credit this entire podcast is based off them potentially answering some of those issues and and making adjustments to things that have, are greatly needed. But it, I feel like it's a little too late personally, in in the grand scheme of things. Like I'm happy for these things because I'm going to continue to play Legends. But it's like, when were, when was the first Italian line release? Year at least a year ago. Oh, I know. a
2: year and a half, maybe.
0: Yeah. yeah. Like, so <laughs> for them to get SAP at the, I don't know. That's just kind of how I feel about it. Been a long time coming. I don't understand
3: putting SAP on the Italian cruisers. How many people actually bought those? I mean, like. Pre- yeah, the premiums. Yeah, they should have, they should have put it on the tech tree line to begin with. I mean they balance the like the Monte Cuccioli, that's the best example I can think of. Why the hell does that thing have a fifteen second reload on one hundred fifty-two millimeter guns when you've got the Konigsberg with basically the same size guns running around with an eight second reload, because it was balanced for SAP, which doesn't exist. Makes absolutely no sense.
0: Yep.
2: Yeah. Yep. Yep. I think- said
0: that. <laughs>
1: I think the initial testing would be just for these premium ships and then afterwards to bring it onto the tech tree ship.
0: Yeah, this,
3: that's, that's yeah, what I think,
1: yeah. I it's think just to get the data, I mean, that's it.
3: Yeah, well, probably that's the case. But how much testing are you going to get? Like how many people bought these ships? You know, I mean, I don't think any I did not give the Abruzzi a very good review. I don't think anybody else did. No. Uh, wasn't too hot on the Garizzi. I mean, I think it's okay. I kind of like the Duca, but I think that just might be because of its tier placement. But yeah, these these ships are like not very good.
0: I, I said the is very, very good at being the worst tier six cruiser in the game. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That is yeah. true. It's very until, good the gar- until the Garicia without any torps and a fifteen second reload made it into the game. Then there's a yeah, pretty I good know. competition.
2: <laughs> the reload. I just don't understand the reload, dude. And that's I, I laugh when yeah. Rogue, you were reading out the the patch notes. I was kind of laughing to myself. You know, oh, this battleship gets a thirty-four to a thirty-one second reload. Oh my god, that's gonna break the game. It's still <laughs> gonna be a turret. it's
1: well, gonna be a turret that fires three seconds faster. You know. Look, look at the Brandenburg. It's got exactly the same guns as the Odin, but the Odin reloads in what, nineteen seconds.
2: Well, okay, yeah. Brandenburg Again, is, is Brandenburg uniquely is like, well, terrible. The Brandenburg's terrible, but it's fun to play because it's got so many secondaries <laughs> and they're so accurate, so oh, yeah. long range. Dude, when a DD pops up within six kilometers, Ooh. you can shoot at him but you're better off to select primary target and hit your, you hit your <laughs> That's gonna do more damage than your main guns. Yeah, true. Why,
0: why does it, I mean, I'm sure this is anecdotal, but why does it feel like the Brandenburg is the only ship that secondaries that actually hit what you're aiming at? Is it the sheer volume, maybe,
2: or? The mass is kind of that way, though. Yeah. Yeah, I, I guess, guess so.
3: It would give the German secondaries the parameters they're supposed to have,
0: though. Like the one fifth pen, I think.
3: The quarter
0: pen. Oh, I don't... that's what yeah, they sh- supposed
1: to have. Yeah, it's running at one six, if I'm not mistaken. I yeah, because think... they
0: they can't pen like DDs, right?
3: Hmm. Yeah, I think they buffed the the smaller ones recently. I think they buffed them so that they can pen destroyer armor, but they sh- they should just have the quarter pen. I mean, that's the. The secondaries are like the selling point of those ships and they defanged them to a large degree by removing that penetration from them because if they had that pen, they'd be doing a lot more consistent damage and they'd be a lot more useful.
1: Mm -hmm. It's just for for us couch potatoes so we don't roll over the uh, incompetent DD player.
3: Maybe it By is accident. that I thought I I thought I saw them say something along the lines of, you know, like they don't want to make secondaries too powerful because you're not controlling them manually or whatever. But like, okay, give me a break. Everybody knows how hard it is to push in in a battleship in this HE spam stealthy mm. destroyer meta we have. Even pushing your battleship into a position Where you can get the secondaries to fire you know that can be difficult and i don't see why you shouldn't be rewarded for that and plus you've got cvs running around and all you've got is your uh, automatic anti-aircraft gunners to shoot at those planes so like
0: Yeah. yeah and then you get like battleships that are have half the range they do on pc like the flander and the veneto you know, I, I don't know the Veneto's range on PC, but it's like, five, what, five kilometers? So you. you 7. Can't even, six. Well, with a full build. Yeah. It's like five days.
3: The Veneto's range? I just got that ship last night on PC.
2: i for the life of me, for the absolute life of me. I know why we don't have it, and that's because someone in the dev team is being super lazy and not forethinking anything. That's why we didn't have the ability to turn your AA off for a year with carriers. Mm-hmm. But like, why Why do we not have priority sector AA? Like, we have an open button in the command wheel. Like, we use A, B, A, B, and Y, right? Or A, X, mm-hmm. B, like yeah. why, there's another button there and I could look to my left and I could go up the wheel and I could turn on priority sector AA how's that not the, a thing
3: the only thing is like if you're turning on the priority sector AA it's going to be on one side of your ship either the the port or the starboard so right. how do you but how do you make it like I guess maybe if the camera's looking to that direction the then exact
2: that, same thing it is on PC like you that. look to the left you hit it and it runs yeah. for 15 seconds.
3: Yeah, that's true. Why wouldn't they just add that when they Why? made this change yeah. to the command wheel?
2: Why? I don't know. I just I can only assume it's because they they don't could, forethink it. I mean, you
1: could well, also they might like want
0: That's probably the more correct answer, but I feel like if you you know open that up and then press whatever button, then you could literally press like. Okay, now select left trigger, right trigger. I know that's kind of a lot of sequence of buttons for the average player base, but- But
2: there is a button open in the Cur- manual yeah. secondary target, in the turn your AA on off. There is an open button that you could put. Yeah, they need yeah. To, you're not wrong.
3: They need to fix some things about that command wheel though, because it drives me nuts when I point the camera at uh, like a cap circle, you know, and I want to ping the cap and it's like- Oh, oh protect God. Me, protect the friendly battleship, five kilometers <laughs> away from the yeah, cap. I, oh, I, I, yeah, I don't care about the battleship. I don't, I want the cap.
0: <laughs> I, I, I've almost had an aneurysm a few times trying to ping
2: the base. I hate to tell you, but they're never going to change that.
0: Yeah, there's be such an, They're not- It would be gonna, such an easy fix, but yeah.
2: They're not going to spend the time. That's like the priority on your list. The
0: the command, uh, again, back to the command wheel. When you're making a turn and you, you know, press the command wheel to lock your guns for a drive-by, it stops your turn. Yeah, that's, that is,
3: that drives me insane too.
2: See, I don't know, maybe I'm used to it. It doesn't catch me off the guard that much. I, I use left bumper overview camera to lock my guns I've always done that And so, yeah I like, know
0: but now we have access to gun lock I do the same thing and you can still turn yes but wouldn't it be like a nice gun lock. okay gun lock is now available in the in the command
2: wheel I know I... but like uh, that's the thing you open the command wheel it cancels your turn if you use overview camera it is gun lock with if you're not locked to a target but
0: you know, even your wheel Have you ever used command mode to like ping something while you know like in the middle of a turn regardless? It doesn't have to be gun lock, but I'm just saying for the example of drive bys.
2: Yeah. I mean But I'm I'm good about I'll I'll do this quite often, dude. Like if I'm in a a left turn or if I'm turning left and I go to ping something, like I'll sit there and flick it left, 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 left until I'm done pinging just to make sure my rudder stays engaged, you know? Yeah. So like, that's that's just me and that's force of habit. So that's why I haven't really been caught with my pants down with the whole command wheel cancel turn thing.
0: My first day with the gun lock, because I use controller preset five, which which doesn't have gun lock. I press LB and then X to lock the guns and it's RB and X. So I switched ammo type in the middle of a drive by and got like empty or something. (laughs) Damn. Yeah, that was super fun.
3: 4v4 cv only. Oh boy.
0: Who said that?
1: Band right now. <laughs> it's rockstab <laughs> But actually be good. It might be fun. Something different, completely different.
2: Speaking of that, the CV thing. I thought the Kaga was a piece of shit carrier. You know what that thing is good for? Carrier sniping, bro. Carrier sniping. Yeah, you think I'm lying only it's only happened to me once but an enemy Kaga I was in a Parsable, and he came after me off the rip he came after me with uh, Torps right well he lost his whole squadron but I lost half my health and burnt the damage con Mm. he came back after me immediately with Torps he dropped me again he killed me with a flood like he took all of my health like 99% of my health in two drops and I was perma flooded and died of flood
1: yeah, that's the only problem yeah. with that top. I'd be pretty mad.
2: But that's like I never thought about that. But that's like big brain tactics, dude. Because he removed me in the first five minutes.
1: Yeah, and you had your team for the rest of the ten minutes. I've I've been targeted like that yes a couple of times as well by uh, Kago uh, this week. I think it was Monday. Uh, the same thing happened to me. Well, I was lucky. I got, I didn't get deleted. The Vision mates.
3: Eh, I was. I didn't really like the Kaga all that much. I actually, I have it on PC, and uh, it's a lot better on there. <laughs> um, um, actually, I got not dev struck by one, but I got absolutely demolished by one in my schlieffen last night on the pc because uh, well you see the lemming trains and legends you know <laughs> uh they are also very much alive and strong on pc so i was on one side of the map with a shimikaze we were trying to like take a cap you know meanwhile the rest of the team goes on the complete other side of the map so I'm completely alone and this Kaga just dunks on me. And this is a tier eight CV on PC, just launches four torpedoes at my sides over and over. It ended up killing me.
0: Hmm. Well, what are, You said a few words there Take take a cap. What does that mean?
3: I know, that's like a foreign language, isn't it? Let me see if I can get you the Google Translate definition of that. Uh, what, do, what do I take? Do I take the window liquor um, language translated into English? or
0: The turpentine drinker. Spud Bleach. speech, is
3: that what it's called? I, I can't remember the name of the language.
0: I want somebody to make a meme of like Joey from Friends. It's like, okay, get the cat. Alright, get the cat. Did you say hunt damage? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah Great. Uh, yeah that would it'd be very helpful if destroyers would get the get the cap that'd be nice but
0: I, I don't know what's I, I mean I gotta here I got a question for all three of you I, what is worse a destroyer that avoids the caps chases battleships or you know sits behind islands cruisers who kite at the back of the map spamming HE and doing nothing but shooting battleships or battleships Oh, uh, well, there's four options: or uh, battleships who reverse at the beginning and don't shoot at anything but, you know, broadside battleships; or carriers who back up at the start and don't do anything but hunt the other CV. What's what's the worst?
2: Carrier. Do you think so? It's mm-hmm. a tear for me between carrier and battleships being useless.
0: I think you know, mine is still DD. Yes. I, at least he's spotting no not if he's going around the edge of the map
2: well once he gets there though
0: okay I'll give you that I mean harassing
2: him throwing torps out if it doesn't kill him it's in the back of their mind that DD's hunting him
0: see but dude I don't know you're you're giving I think you're giving too much credit to that potato
1: if, if the DD takes the cap you can win the game
0: yeah, that's I'm talking he about he do. goes. I'm talking about this. This this guy goes around the cap, like yeah, back he, line, one line. That's the worst. Yeah, I. But think that's remember, the worst.
1: it it depends on what type of DD he's playing. If it's, if he's playing a French, he needs to be on that side. He needs to be on that flank. He needs to get as far up I, there as quick as possible.
0: I just dis- even French, I disagree. He's I don't know the cap before he does that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. um, I, even even a french DD I, I don't think needs to I don't know I, I just I can't stand DD players who just sail straight in eat a torp and then just I don't know die I don't know
2: I don't know maybe it's cause I'm used to all that we're used to battleships being useless DD's chasing damage and cruisers kiting but to me do a CV that doesn't go spot the damn destroyer
0: Oh. Okay, that's yeah, that's that's I guess yeah. it's on par with with uh with a, a useless DD player. I'm that's gonna start making of these videos again. It's just your job in a fucking ship. Speaking oh.
3: of destroyers or CVs spotting destroyers, it blows my mind every time I've played a carrier since the update. Not a single destroyer has turned off its AA, and there were many times where I probably never would have saw it if it had.
0: I think the only ship I've, I've done that for is the Summers because it has an 11 AA rating. It's just permanently off in, in mine.
3: <laughs> I, I do it every time there's a CV in the game. I turn off the AA. I, it, it can be helpful. It can sometimes mean the difference between being yeah. spotted and not being spotted.
0: Yep. I think there's a few times I've run into one. I don't play carriers that much, though or DD's solo against carriers that much.
3: Yeah, I was trying to get a game, and what's the new CV that's out? The Pobita? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's when I was playing the CVs, because I find CVs pretty boring to
0: play. I don't oh, know what you yeah. hundred percent. I like them. Yeah?
1: Yeah, funny enough, I like them. So... Look, when were, were they announced CVs, even though people hated them, and some people asked for it i th- i thought they'd bring a little spice to the whole thing and even though they are there they don't really bother me yeah they to try to talk me but if you open yeah. minded you you look at them you can avoid them just dodge it's in the it's, it's in the tips dude look at the bottom right of your screen just dodge just dodge bro
0: I, I'll agree with you that I think wargaming has actually out of everything that's balanced or imbalanced. I think the TVs are the one thing that is the closest to being balanced as you can get.
3: They nice. are they are a lot closer to being balanced in legends than they are on PC. I'll say that they've done a they've done a good job at making them not feel totally oppressive to play against all the time on Legends, uh, whereas on PC it's a complete nightmare. It's it's terrible. I've rage quit PC so many times I've never rage quit on
2: Legends.
0: Hmm. I cannot say the same, but it wasn't because of the CV. Come I on. haven't Tell
2: played me. PC since I got raped by a carrier. It's terrible, isn't it? I was in a Colorado and there's nothing I could do. I couldn't shoot anybody and this carrier just kept flying after me and he just, just raped, me and raped, me and raped me and raped me and raped me and raped me and then finally I couldn't take any more and just deleted the game.
1: Yeah. A question. Um have you guys played the Saipan Have yeah. you had the and Once. what's your what's your view?
2: It's good in a division. In a I division it it's good.
3: Just, I thought it was pretty strong on its own
0: i uh, played
2: one game or so. (laughs) The slow airplanes, you know, like... It's, to me, without a doubt, is better in a division, because if I've got Aaron and somebody else in front of me, maybe some other Blueberry in front of me, I know that these guys are not going to get totally dunked on, and I'm able to work with, you know, my cruiser player to burn a damage con on the biggest threat, which is a GK or a Yama or something, and then I can come in and I can drop him and I can get a perma flood because I think the torps have a pretty good chance of flooding. I don't like the bombs; I kind of felt like they were useless. Eh, sure, they did a little bit of something here and there, but it—it it wasn't, in terms of taking damage off of ships, the torps were where it's at. And trying to get the perma floods on battleships was pretty easy. So, I mean, we removed a GK in two and a half minutes. Aaron burned a fire on him, got a double fire, the guy DC'd, I was circling, I came in, dropped him, got a double double flood, which is only a single flood, whatever, but it's still a minute and ten seconds of perma-flood, the GK was dead. Well
1: sure,
3: but couldn't you take that logic about the division and apply it to any of the carriers that can cause floods and fires, though?
2: Yeah, like Pobeda, really, really... See, Pobeda is like... I think Pobeda is the best carrier for getting floods. And I think mm. it's the sheer number of torps. Okay, I was gonna My say... was really good at getting floods, too. Where Parseval I'm specced into torps, and floods, even if I hit the bow, I can hit him with six torps, and I'm, I'm not confident I'm gonna get a flood.
3: Yeah, yeah, it, it does seem like the the saipan has a pretty good flood chance and the Pobita, i mean those torps are insane yeah uh, i saw when it first came out people are like oh they're too slow they need buffs it's like get good i mean it is not that hard
0: it's it's not easy but it's not hard
3: yeah, no, it's not like super, super easy, but it just takes a little bit of practice. Like, how about try dropping the torpedoes a few times before you start saying, "Oh, they need their speed increase." They do not.
0: Yeah, but that's the same type of players who are complaining about the Weimar being moved up to tier seven.
3: I can, <laughs> I can kind of understand that in the sense, like if Weimar's your only tier six premium and you use it to grind credits, you're you're gonna lose some of that credit grinding efficiency when it moves up to tier seven. But other than that, I'm not like sympathetic to any of the arguments that the people are putting forward about why that shouldn't be done. I, it should have been a tier seven at the start. I think it's yeah. way too overpowered for tier six. Yeah, that's
1: a so great point about
2: the-, the credits too.
1: What about the mines? What about it? It's just it's like you said, it's gonna fall out of the ship. that's gonna become a dead ship.
0: No. Maybe. No. No. But it's I don't
3: know.
2: Mainz
3: is better armored at least than the Weimar, isn't it?
2: Yeah, but that's Mm. a bad thing. Yeah,
0: I was gonna say yes, but that Mm. equals deletion.
2: (laughs) No armor, best armor. Des Moines shoots at Mains, broadside, citadels. Des Moines shoots at Weimar broadside's probably going to be overpins. Yeah. Yep. Less armor is better, in my opinion. Yeah.
3: Will they give the Weimar a heal at tier 7?
1: That, like that, um, it is under discussion, and Wargaming said that is possible that it will not get it at tier 7.
3: Okay, because I don't think it needs it.
1: <laughs> no, you I'll don't need way. it. <laughs> It's a nice to have.
3: I don't really think. I don't think several of the tier seven cruisers need heals. I don't think the Ochikov does. I don't think the Chapaev does, and I especially don't think the Kutuzov does. Uh, there are a couple of tier seven cruisers that I think don't need heals.
1: Yeah, from what I understand is that what the wargaming will be doing uh, when they move up the Waymo Get the initial data, and if they see that the ship is dying too quickly, depending on how it's played, of course, uh, if it's dying too quickly, they'll they'll give it the the heal. But if it doesn't, which it should not, it would it would still perform, and they will definitely take it away.
3: Yeah. I mean, yeah, it should be fairly easy to survive in that thing for a while. <laughs> I would think, even at yeah, tier seven. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I just I don't know. It's like that goes along with the carrier thing. Just like get good. I'm sorry. <laughs> there's no, there's no way to say it. I said it earlier. If you can't play it at tier seven, you don't know how to play it, and which means you probably don't know how to play it at tier six. If you think beating up on tier five battleships and an overpowered tier six is, is I mean I I guess maybe that's why you bought it. I don't know.
3: Yeah, tier five battleships that literally can't do anything i mean just that he will just pen them everywhere at least to tier 7 when it's seeing i don't know vladivostok running around at least that thing has like 45 50 millimeter deck armor so it can't pen it everywhere (laughs) yeah but uh, yeah, just absolutely melts tier 5 battleships, it's it's like a war crime really, it's disgusting.
1: And I, I, I'll honest, that thing slipped through AST, it did.
0: Hey, yeah, I,
1: uh,
0: <laughs> I want to know, and I know a few super testers have told me, but, like, did, they, did their feedback mean anything? Because both Weimar and Garizia made it out in, in the same tier.
3: Nothing What? Yeah, I've not... heard that the super testers don't necessarily get much of a say when it comes to balancing the ships.
0: Yeah, that's what they've told me as well. Um,
1: So you fill in a form after you've done your session. You fill in a form, you give your view on the ship, uh, you give your rating on the ship, if it's easy to play or not. Because it's it's also a function that the ship needs to be easy to be played. Um, after you've done that, that's it. I mean, there's additional comments that we can discuss in, in the personal Discord, of course, in more detail, where uh, the the CMs are also there and, uh, and some of the guys, you know, talking about it and giving their input. and So there is some head-butting here and there, but there's not a massive amount of, well, 90% of the STs said this ship is op in this section. As Wargaming, we feel it's fine. They'll leave it like that. But after it's maybe released into the live, they'll review it again and see. Well, mm, mm, this is a bit maybe op in that that specific regard, and they'll they'll tune it down a bit.
0: Uh, yeah, I get it. I think. For the most part they've done a decent job balancing certain things but at legendary tier like i, I just i don't know the nerf to the club was that was like that was a little excessive in my opinion
1: look i was exclusively uh targeted for the uh, saipan uh, because they asked who wants to do the saipan and i said i'll do it knowing that we're gonna be facing at Des Moines. And the first three minutes I was deep lined It was horrible. In <laughs> each and every session that I played, it was horrible. The It must have been the biggest report that I've given about A-ship on the the problems it had, the, the the things that I could include. To make it a little better, you to make it a little more competitive, especially when the Des Moines drop you will see cvs get hurt if you think the minotaur and you know this aaron you've seen it the minotaur is not even a patch against the des moines that thing straight planes.
0: <laughs> yeah i mean the tip, i i don't know dude the the mino the mino is definitely better it has a better like if you put in the first module slot as well but the des moines is well, i don't know that's that that's just something else
1: That's dirty on so many levels. That should be taken out of the game. It can't go up. It's already up there. You have to take it out of the game now.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Just don't tell them that.
1: No, I won't. We all want that ship. Let's be honest. It's like the Yamato when we wanted it. We got it. Now that the Moines are here. And it's going to rule the seas. If there's three of them... I, I just think in
0: incompetent players' hands, yes, but yes. Uh, just like the Mino, just like the Montana, just like any ship except for maybe the Kerr first, Um If, if you're sailing broadside, you I I uh, pulled out in smoke and shot in my smoke firing penalty last night, and it's on stream. And I was spotted for five seconds, so Yamato took all but two thousand of my health, from full health to two thousand. I, I was almost full health, death struck because I got caught out of position
2: yeah so i mean, i, I, I off, off broadside dude i had an alaska dev strike me at a 15 degree angle off bow Ooh. i went yeah. what the fuck it was just his front guns dude but he yeah, I, I hurt me i i
0: think it's it's just like the weimar or similar to the weimar in the fact well maybe not but it's similar to the weimar in the fact that if you shoot at the thing eventually it'll blow up and in the The Des Moines definitely Mm. takes Citadels on broadside. So if you miss position, if you are too aggressive, or, you know, if you get focused, it's not going to be as bad as, you know, previous
2: cruisers. When people start getting it, you're going to... I think you're going to have about a month where people are not going to understand the bow angle that I've had to figure out the hard way. That's just like Stalingrad. Literally, just like Stalingrad. You are 10 degrees off bow... You can be citadeled, son.
3: The so. citadel on the Des Moines. If you've looked at it, it's way more exposed to than the mm-hmm. the like the Wichita. You know how those cruisers have that citadel that sort of looks like that. You know that platform that they stand on with on the Olympics. You know how there's like a center. It, yeah, it, it, it looks like race. that. Yeah. Uh, but the Des Moines, the whole citadel is above the water, and it goes from like the first turret all the way to the rear turret, and yep. it's, it's significantly above the water, so mm-hmm. it should be a lot easier to punish. And plus, it's it's got 27 millimeter sides, and those are going to get overmatched by all the 16 inch guns and higher. You do
0: have a you do have a 152 belt that runs up on that citadel plate, so. But yes, it get the, the like yeah. the top half of that is 27, which can get overmatched from 16 and higher.
3: Yeah, which was a curious nerf, I thought, because I looked at it on PC and it's got 30 millimeter side armor. But I was thinking maybe they did that because there's a bunch of battleships with 457 millimeter guns running around on PC, and all those overmatch 30 millimeters of plating, whereas there's wow. one on legends and then a bunch of 16 inch guns so i suppose effectively it's sort of the same in terms of what's out there that can overmatch its armor you know so i was thinking maybe that's why they nerfed it but i thought it was a curious little armor nerf to the des moines when things like the edinburgh for whatever reason got a ridiculous buff in the wooster with its 32 millimeter bow
2: yeah did they remove the edinburgh citadel
1: uh, I've noticed the same thing. Yeah, <laughs> it Did feels like it's movie. It?
0: Edinburgh.
3: Yeah, I haven't shot at one in a long time.
2: I'm. Uh, we'll come back to this topic in about two minutes. Let me go find the clip real quick, and you guys can watch it. And you can please explain to me how the Edinburgh has a citadel, because I don't <laughs> think it does anymore. I really don't think it does. I think they took it out and they didn't tell anybody.
1: Yeah, we were shooting at one today, and um, yeah, we had a bit of a problem trying to get that thing to die.
0: I feel like, like, I don't know, I feel like that happens with certain ships. Like like I said earlier, I think they've gotten the new newer ships, especially Legendary tier, mm-hmm. balanced correctly in terms of Citadel. Maybe it's because it's raised. I mean, the Minos Citadel is literally half the boat. You can't miss it, but... But I feel like I citadel battleships and cruisers how I should, even the Wooster. But like for some of these I don't know, you just shoot at broadside cruisers at tiers 5 through 7 even lower certain sometimes and you're like what, what am I hitting? What am I overpenning?
2: I'm, I'm creating a clip right now guys. Everyone that's here listening, I'm gonna post it we all can click it and you guys can please explain to me. My brain is too stupid to wrap around this concept.
1: There's something that I've noticed as well, you know, playing against, a, a, let's say, a, a Bismarck or a Tirpitz. We know where the turtle back is sitting. You know where to shoot just above it so you can get through to the uh, citadel. Now, I've shot at that specific spot and just above it, so it should not hit the turtle back. It doesn't hit the citadel. But when I aim waterline, I get a citadel. Which is kind of fishy. But that's just me.
0: That's why I think trading rooms would reveal a lot of these problems.
1: I, I don't aim.
0: I don't aim waterline anymore. I, I I aim like upper belt, even when I'm trying to get citadels. And like you know, knowing where to aim at waterline because gels land short. And i everyone who watches me who watches peak knows I've said this a thousand times. But I, I think auto aim. It causes it causes your shells to land short.
2: I'm creating the clip right now, so 30 seconds. We're all gonna click this and and then explain this to me because I just I I don't understand. Copy to clipboard. Go to Discord. All right, everyone, stage chat. Here we go. Please click that. Watch it and explain that to me. Please explain oh, that. is,
1: is this clickbait? <laughs>
2: no. <please> explain explain <laughs> no, that. No, I'm
1: joking. I'm joking.
2: They removed the Edinburgh Citadel and didn't tell anybody. Don't worry, I shoot at him again.
1: What? Yeah, yes. that's RNG for you.
3: Where is the Citadel on the Edinburgh actually, like, at? Because it looks like your shells don't open... even, They don't, like, actually hit the waterline. They hit it... Up near the top and like a little bit up near the bow, like then watch the like...
2: second shot.
3: Oh, the second shot because I was gonna say it looks like you were aiming at the water line, but the shells didn't actually like hit there.
2: And then the second shot, explain to me how, like, I
3: mean, the... I just look better, on.
0: okay. I yeah, just that... screenshotted one where at least one. I have two from that video that look like they hit <laughs> waterline smokestack. I but just like, screenshotted it. Hold I've, on.
2: I've had that problem with other Edinburghs I've shot at too. Like, I, I don't think I've hit a snowball in Edinburgh in a while.
0: If you zoom in on that picture, there's there's one explosion literally right mm. at the waterline and one slightly above it. Again, RNG, that, this could be overpens, but yeah, also look at your face. <laughs> but that's, yeah, what, that's no. what I'm talking about I don't aim waterline anymore unless I'm like point blank and even then I have a clip in my Alaska, at where I aim like two inches above waterline because shells land short see if I can
1: maybe if he used he <laughs> So everyone is saying like
0: the, the Edinburgh Citadel is a little further back. Guys, the smokestack, look at that in that clip. There's literally an explosion from the shell hitting on the behind the second smokestack.
2: I'm looking or, at it frame by frame on a 50-inch TV, and I can tell you there's one, two, three, four, five hitting at the smokestack and a little bit above waterline on the first shot, and one's hitting directly at the waterline.
1: Have you submitted that to Wargaming? The second no, I just... Salvo, just... It,
3: it looked like at least one shell went right into the place where the Citadel's at.
2: Yeah, and like, and so, like, okay, you can make the argument, oh, it overpinned when he was broadside. But then the second shot, the guy's at, like, a 45 degree angle.
1: That mm. shouldn't overpin. Yeah, that was a... they've diff, diff struck right there. That second one was solid. It results
2: in five overpins, four ricochets, and one penetration.
3: Oh, and I see what you mean by... I see what the people mean by the citadels further back. It's like... It's kind of one of those raised citadels, it looks like. Like the Wichita. (laughs) Yeah, it's like the, the big part is right underneath the smokestacks, but then the entire rest of it looks like it extends from... The rear turret <laughs> all the way to the front turret, and it's like, like at the waterline, a little bit above it.
2: That's absurd, dude. I also just created
0: a meme of peak, and I didn't even mean to. It's <laughs> a good one, though. You wouldn't be the first. <laughs> uh, you want to tell the you want to tell these two about your squirrel hunting,
2: the last days. Did you guys know that a a pack of squirrels got into my attic and chewed my ethernet cable?
3: Was that real? I thought that title was just like some kind of joke.
2: I'm literally Zarkoon on the computer. My package shows up. I got a seat cushion. I go to pick it up. I'm unboxing it. I set it in my chair. I sit down and my internet's off. I'm like, what the fuck? So I go out and I check the router. It's on. I still have Wi-Fi. Like I'm still on Wi-Fi. It's that's working. So I have internet. I'm like, okay, now I got to diagnose it. So then I've got I go to my splitter, unplug that. My extender here, unplug that. That's not the problem. So then I go up in the attic and I chase back my cord. And I literally am like following this fucking cord like like I'm looking at breadcrumbs in the attic. It's 85 (laughs) degrees up there. And then I hit the the end part of it, and there's teeth marks all in it. The insulation's ripped up. There's wires bitten in half. And I shine the flashlight up, and there's like three squirrels five feet in front of me.
1: <laughs> Dad's so just like, what's up?
2: I I tried to club one to death with a flashlight. They got spooked. They ran off. I went and grabbed my childhood pellet gun. I went out to the yard and I shot it at like five and ten feet, so I knew exactly where it was hitting. And uh... Unlike, unlike citadels. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
2: and an uh,
1: above water citadel.
2: <laughs> I've, been, I've been playing Chris Kyle Kills Squirrels for the last couple days. Damn.
1: Revenge is sweet.
2: Yeah, Infestation
3: love- of squirrels hungry for ethernet cables.
0: Yeah, well, I, love, uh, I love how Brian put in the family vacation guy of the...
3: What? <laughs> uh, well,
2: three of them are, are gone. I mean...
3: Oh, Gazi, you're so sweet about the squirrel. <laughs>
0: Gazi. <laughs> you
2: know, the problem is, like, I this happened like six or eight months ago a squirrel got in somehow and i had somebody come up and seal it up and then the squirrel got trapped up there and i put out bait in a trap like peanut butter and nuts and stuff in a in a squirrel trap to try and get him and he would come in through the sides and he would trigger it and i tried for a week to get him out of there with a trap and it didn't work so i ended up just taking the gun up there and shooting it problem resolved in five minutes, you know? Yeah. Versus a week of of going back and forth to the fucking attic, replacing peanut butter and resetting a trap, you know?
3: That's crazy, though. And
2: That's especially after point. they chew my Ethernet cable, dude. That It's war. It's 100% <laughs> it's on. It's war. You're dead. You're dying. You're getting fucked, dude. Like, you don't chew my Ethernet cable.
3: Yeah, I'd probably shoot a squirrel too if it shoot my ethernet cable.
2: <laughs> oh fuck It was like a $40 cable and so now I spliced it together But like it's really shitty and instead of doing uh, 600 megs up and down. I'm doing 90 because I my Whoa. splice wasn't great.
0: What are you running internet-wise uh, rogue?
1: Oh Me I'm running only a 10 Yep
2: <laughs> Poor peak at 90 well, if you've got six hundred and you can't use it because of a fucking squirrel then guess what every squirrel that's in my backyard in the next two weeks is gonna get shot
1: I'm running ten down and no joke a one up yeah that's you you horrible. might you might think of but over here it's good well I mean yeah I yeah
0: I I streamed off of a mobile hotspot, so I know the struggles, don't remind me of bad internet or slower internet.
3: Mine's doing 101.7 in download and 11.3 in upload right now according to Google.
1: Yeah, you see, you and me, we're basically the same.
3: Yeah, and it's pretty good.
1: I'm actually running... Uh, Well, I don't know if my service provider is sleeping or what, but I'm running like sometimes between 14 and 15. And when I download things, it's actually showing way quicker than it should. Hey, Brian, shut the fuck up.
2: (laughs) Brian talking again? (laughs) Brian, who gave you permission to talk?
0: (laughs) Yeah, what if Ghazi trained all those squirrels? he put treats on the ether next to internet, ethernet cable they've been trained well, to you're
2: a pretty shitty squirrel trainer
0: why are they all dead
2: <laughs> they all lost the moment <laughs> I started trying they all lost
0: <laughs> damn all right gentlemen well i I think I'm gonna yeah. hop off here I'm
1: been two yeah, and a half, half. Really good. Two and a half. I think it's more like three and a half. <laughs> but it was enjoyable. I mean, we covered a hell of a lot of subjects.